Mikey, E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Clown, the Paint, and the Turbine. So, uh, if you guys remember from like a, from an episode or two, probably about two or three episodes ago, uh, we did The Clown, the Paint, and the Circus, which was a prologue or a uh, prequel um, that was written after this one. Um, so, we decided to do it in story chronology versus writing chronology. Unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we'll get to, um, this one, uh, as with the other one, um, this story is by Elliot Cowling on creepboss.wiki. And let's just dive into the rundown. So the narrator, or narrator, uh, is recounting a terrible experience, sort of in the writing vein of like a no sleep story. It's like, oh man, this thing happened to me. I got to share it to you guys, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were younger, they moved to, with their parents to a new house, which the parents got really cheap because. Uh, but it was. Was sure it established that it was cheap? Yeah, I think it was like mm-hmm. an affordable house. But they yeah. never like they they never knew why. Like like the parents kind of like shushed about like why it was so cheap. Mm. Um, and. The, the, the downside was that it was uh, next to a field full of seemingly endless turbines, like wind turbines, um, as opposed to, you know, vent turbines, <laughs> like the towering ones that like are up in the, like they're like sky high and they've got the wind, like little like giant windmills, like yep. wind energy kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, it was a vibrant, exciting part of their life uh, until this incident happened. Um, you see... There was also a strange figure off in the distance in the field, and Nair's parents told them never to go beyond the garden uh, when playing outside uh, because of that. Um, UK, by the way, because out in the garden and a couple of other things. Also, this is based off, if this is a prequel to the original one, and this is the same wind turbine field, it's in southern UK, uh, as we established in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um and then similarly, they were told never to go into their parents' room. Uh, Nair's parents left them alone at home a fair bit, so one day they decided to go out into the field and to see what the figure was, because they, they saw it. Um, they went out a ways, though it was very far, calling the figure, but no response. However, as Nair was heading back, mainly out of boredom, they noticed the figure had moved their head, and was watching them specifically. This creeped Nair out, and they ran back into their house. Uh, the next time Mom went, well, yeah. The next time Mom went out, Nair was asked if they wanted to go with Nair. Declined, wanting to go out into the field and meet the figure that had been watching them. They went out there, and the figure was a clown. Uh, and it's the same description that Big Top gets in the prequel story, which is uh, basically red shoes, red coat um red big red nose and a, a red hat with a white feather i don't remember that from the i prequel. i was actually going to leave a comment in my notes on this and then i went back to the clown uh the paint in the circus and we do get the same description i was like oh okay 
But yeah, I don't remember it either. Like, I just remember I, him being a clown. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, yeah, it, it's it was like one of those details that like I completely I knew I know the whole gist of that story, but I didn't know what the clown's description was in it while reading this. And then when I went back, it's oh, there is a description of him. It was really odd. Like I completely wiped my memory of what the clown looked like. Do you remember Mikey? Uh, no. Well, I sort of. Well, like all of us, yeah. have the issue where we have preconceived notions of clowns. Yeah, that's true. So that's what instantly comes to mind, and then we sort of glaze over any additional details. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, but like after we read that story and and going into this one, like knowing about Big Top, I, I honestly just thought the clown from No Ketchup, the slimy story, like that, like mm. that that clown had a stronger imagery, I guess, with me, like that stuck with me, or like Bozo the clown, or like. Mm-hmm. Um, Zebo the clown from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. Like those that's the clown I kept picturing, even Doink though it's... the clown. Hmm? Doink the clown from WWF back in the eighties and nineties. Yes. He was a wrestler. Yeah. He was a clown. I, I assume. <laughs> with the name. Yeah. <laughs> he's also like possibly like a murderer. Like his character. He was meant to be a creepy So clown. he was a pre creepypasta creepypasta. Ba- basically, yeah. Okay, cool. Moving right back onto the the story at hand. Mm. Um, uh, All right. So uh, apparently um, the clown was annoyed by being bothered by Nair. Um, The clown then tells Nair that they should have listened to their parents and um, like to not go into the field because he's been waiting for Nair. Uh, Nair runs home and finds it's still empty uh, with the phone smashed, suggesting that somebody, uh, i.e. Big Top or the clown, uh, is has broken in already. Uh, they run up to their parents' room and open it, discovering that dad is dead, hanging from hooks and all bloody. There is writing on the wall that says sacrifice. Uh, at this point, the clown uh, appears out of the darkness of the, of the doorway uh, with a uh, paintbrush and a paint pot. Uh, Nair wakes up with a headache. So thinking this has all been a dream and like some terrible nightmare thing, they assure us to keep reading because it, it keeps going. Like, um, when they go downstairs, uh, they find they are still alone, though after a moment they see someone out in the field and think it's their mom and dad. As they go out into the field, they discover that not only is the figure, the clown, again, waving to them, but that their mom and dad are dead, hanging from the turbine blades, splashing blood across them. Um, the turbines, not... The kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate they and them. It's so annoying. <laughs> Fuck. Um, the whole time it sounded like there's plural people doing things. <laughs> yeah. The clown then thanks them for helping them paint. Finn. <laughs> That's the gist of the story. So, uh, on to everyone tolerates the grammar positions at this point. Did, did I do it? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, wait, is it tolerate or expect? <laughs> it's, uh, it's not the one that's the actual reference yeah. material. It's the one that we've evolved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alright, so grammar position number one. Uh, I can remember all those times I used to play down in the garden with my toys and just think about how great life was. School was a drag, obviously, but the idea that this place was my playground was amazing. I was an only child, so I did. So I really had to invent some games to keep me amused when my parents went out. My life was brilliant. 
Every day it's after school. So you just I would read the whole story. Can I continue? <laughs> Jesus. Every day after school, I would come home, rush outside, then go into the my own world for hours. Life was amazing. So the reason why I read that whole paragraph is because as I was reading it, it just felt really repetitive, like padding repetitive. Like my life is great. School is boring. I play outside. Life is great. Rinse and repeat kind of thing. Like, it just felt like life was great, like, three times in this this paragraph. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I just... I'm trying to hammer home how everything was fine until a certain moment. You can do that in fewer words. Yeah. <laughs> um, but moving on to the next one, which is much shorter. <laughs> uh, let's just say that it was irresponsible. Uh, and then at, at this point, this is already, like, let's just say had been said, like, Two, twice, so it was like two times too often to me. Yeah, I had that feeling too, but I didn't feel like writing it down. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was going to keep coming up. Like, let's no. just say, like, it's like, okay, but it didn't. So I was glad for that. But yeah, it, it was like used twice already in this part. Um, also, I feel the sentence should have ended with of her, like, um, because it was like her mom leaving him, or it was the mom leaving them um, at home. And it was like, let's just say that it was irresponsible of her. Like, just a little addition. I don't know if it's, like, maybe a nitpick, but, like... I'm fine with it. When reading it, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to the next one. Uh, I pottered out the back garden, and the turbines stared at me, inviting me into the fields where they worked and rested. Uh, and I found this out. Uh, if you potter around or potter about, you do pleasant but Im- unimportant things without hurrying. British. I learned British terminology and slang today. I learned slang too. Mm-hmm. Pottered out. The effect of being oversaturated with the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all that showed up until I actually like... Until I like looked up like... Like this, basically, I Google. I just googled this sentence, and that's actually what, get, what brought me to the proper British slang, not, yeah. not the Harry Potter slang. Yeah. Not about you, but I'm pottered out for sure. Yeah, we're all pretty pottered out at this point. <laughs> Um, moving on to the next one. <clears throat> they were very far away, but my parents knew something that I didn't about the whole thing. Wow. I just way to break that up there. But my parents knew something that I did not about the whole thing. After checking it, if anyone was watching again, I began to walk across the field. What? Why is that middle sentence there? <laughs> like, What? So in the, that that middle section of the of the first sentence there, it's like they were very far away, but my parents knew something that I did not about the whole thing. After checking if anyone was watching, I began to walk across the field. Like it seems like there's part of this either parts missing where like I'm reading it. I think I think what they're trying to get across is that like they're 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 heading out into the field because they want to learn what the secret is about this figure because they believe their parents know about it. But they aren't telling them about this about this figure. I have a note on this too. Yeah, where um, it's it, it kind of gives mixed signals in regards to the noun, which I think is the problem. Yeah, because it talks about the figure. Well, sorry, it talks about the. Uh, it, it talks about the figure, and then says, says something about far away. So yeah. I assume it's meant to be the figure, but it might be the turbines. Like if it's the turbines, it would be the turbines were very far away, but my parents knew something that I did not. Or if it was the figure, it was very far away. Yeah. But it's it says they were far away, so I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's kind of like an it's it, it, it situation. 
Like you're not sure which what they is referring to. Yeah, just it needs a noun. Yeah. Um and again, like I just I, I feel like it's a little like we're we're maybe there's something in the next in the uh, the the paragraph before, but I don't have it uh, written down. Uh but it just feels like that part where like the parents knew something about the whole thing that I didn't like I guess it's trying to insinuate that they are going the the reason why they're going out in the field in the first place uh is because they want to like learn something that they think their parents know uh that they're telling them but it just it threw me off I was like why is that why is that part of the sentence why is this relevant to the sentence he's just going out into the field <laughs> it's the reason he's going out i know but it, like and the reason it, was it laid be... out before there was two questions oh there was okay i was uh, i i this entire paragraph like that's set up about these two questions okay all right I don't know. When I first read it, I was like, what? Why is that there? Okay. All right. Moving on to the next one, then. Uh, I looked out the window and realized that it had moved. The figure was now looking at the house. It must have always been like that, I thought. I feel like the past, or like like that last part should read, I tried to remain calm by assuring myself it had always been like that. Um... Because otherwise, like, I have, like, brackets or something like that for, like, thought processes. Like, I don't know, it just, like, again, reading this, it was, like, kind of confused by, like, the, like, how, like, why it was read, like, why it was, like, written like that. Like, I must have always, it it must have always been like that, I thought. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, there's a better way to, like, write that. The whole thing is done in thought, though. It's done in thought, but there are thoughts in the moment, like, at, like, that they are recalling. So there's like secondary thoughts, like like inner thoughts versus outward thoughts, which is what we're le- reading. Mm-hmm. If that made any sense whatsoever, I mean, he sure says at like at the moment I thought this, right? Yeah, but I, I feel like it, it could have been uh, written better, just like because I don't know, like it it bugged me the way it was written. My problem with that section is define moved. Well, I looked at the window and realized that it had moved. Yeah, like like move how? Had it moved it, closer, or was it just moving its head? Kind or did, of or did yeah. it? Yeah, just turn to face. It doesn't really say. Yeah, I get you. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, and this is another part with this whole thing. <clears throat> uh, I looked behind me. He had gone. I charged back to the house. They weren't home. The sky was so dark. It was seven p.m. Mom and Dad should have, should be home soon, I thought. I burst into tears and went to the phone. The phone was smashed to pieces. Someone must have been in the house. Oh, no. It can't be. Okay, every time I was, like, pausing there, that was the end of a sentence. Yep. So I have three things with this. I feel like it should be brought up directly <clears throat> that the parents aren't home and not simply they, were home, they weren't home. Uh, like, because I was when I read that, I was like, "Who? You? The clown?" It like, was said see, earlier in this day that the parents weren't home. He was home alone. It's again. true, but like, I was still a little, like at this point in the story, I was, or in this paragraph, I was like, "I know I'm going to get some looks from you guys, but yeah. some clarification on this could have been a little bit more um, succinct. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, say the parents weren't home, or my parents weren't home. Um, I don't understand your problem." It says mom and dad should be home soon, I thought. Like, they might be home soon, but it doesn't say that they're there. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know your problem. My my problem was that we don't know who wasn't home. No one was home. 
Never mind. That's the reason he's It's the whole reason he went out in the field again. Yeah. Because no one was home to watch him. Okay. Uh, moving on to the next thing, I, I have an issue with that. Um, the story uses a lot of short just sentences. As I recall, so did the prequel. Uh, even in dialogue, which comes off like the speaker is out of breath or something. Which kind of works for a chase scene. It does. That's That was my note in the previous one, actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's intentional um, or not. Though, the, the, I, I feel like it would have been better if they had suggested, like they like said <laughs> after the, they, their dialogue, it's like, I was out of breath, like like talking or something like that. Um, or the clown was out of breath because I think oh, the clown does a lot of those jot note forms things as well and the inner thoughts of this kid really should have a signifying marker like brackets or something like there are a couple of cases in the story where like it's him having a thought in that moment as he's recalling the story and I feel like a bracket would like help like or brackets or like maybe the italics but like the italics only does it so subtly mm-hmm. um Something to help signify that you, we're having a thought process here. Not he's not saying this aloud, or he's not. It's not part of the overall thought account. Mm-hmm. Writing is so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's my end of my my grammar positions. So, Mikey, what do you get? I have a they story. <laughs> I, I've thought about it just here. It's like, damn it, should a they story? But I have an it story. Ooh. And now, an it story with Mikey. The E stands for evil. Take it away. <clears throat> it was cheap, and only five miles away from my school, or so it said. It was marvelous. It never really bothered me at the start of living in this palace, but then I realized that the whole thing was, well, odd. It was a while ago. It wasn't because of the turbines. It was because of the figure that stood still in the distance all day and all night long. It's part of growing up. It must have always been like that, I thought. It had to be a person. It appeared their lips were painted white. It was 7 p.m. It can't be. It was having... It was not having it. It was him. It's not. It was a dream, and it was early morning. It hurt really bad. It made me feel sick to my stomach. It couldn't be. Wow. There's so many it's there that it, like, I was, it gave context to three quarters of that. Yeah. The only one that was out of context was, like, it was 7 p.m. It yeah. couldn't be. Like, he's surprised <laughs> that it's 7 p.m. Where did the time go? And again, it is kind of a... <laughs> it is kind of a common uh, pitfall for writing. Like, just to keep using, like, that because... like not that, using, it's it. Yeah. <laughs> using, like, a noun versus, mm. like, just, like, that... Like using it, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. Is that all your grammar positions? Yep. Okay. Let's see what I have left. <clears throat> Back when I was younger, my family purchased a beautiful home in what seemed to be the middle of nowhere. 
It was cheap. Okay. It did, it did say it was cheap. <laughs> it was cheap and only five miles away from my school. School, or so it said. Magical talking houses, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The house well, itself. I totally forgot, yeah, I totally glanced over that. Also, <laughs> probably the only like anchoring point between the two stories, between this and the prequel, that the house is five five miles from 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 uh, from town. Was the previous one as well? The yeah. the, the field the circus starts in is five miles from town. Mm. But yeah, I think that could be changed with um, it was cheap and only five miles away from my school, or so the ad said. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. The house doesn't speak. No. Nope. Unless it does. <laughs> you have to go inside, don't you know? <laughs> so, this is the start of the second paragraph. Oh, boy. However, there were two questions that started to bug me after a long while. First off, that's a oddly certain paragraph, I think, however. personally, with however. Yeah, but it's better than but. <laughs> yeah. Because however is definitely the better word. <laughs> yeah, but it gets a D and 7F. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's still... However is like a connecting kind of word. Yeah, so yeah. it's almost like previous. It's connecting from the... Like, yeah, it'll make either combine those two paragraphs into one. Yeah, if you want to connect it, then connect it in the same paragraph mm-hmm. or separate it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the first question... This is all about the, the questions that are being asked, these two questions. The first question is never actually asked, and the second one's asked at the end. Um, I'm reading the the setup. I thought it would be like, however, there were two questions that started to bug me after a long while. One, why wasn't I allowed in their bedroom? Then explain. Two, who was in the field behind the, our house? See, I then think explain. this. Yeah, this is why what I was getting confused from from my previous thing earlier, uh, like where he was going out into the field, and then suddenly there was that question of it, like his parents like had forbid him from going, or like his parents knew something that he didn't. Like second paragraph. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the second paragraph. But I think that's why, like, is because I I either didn't fully understand that while reading that, like that mm-hmm. that was part of it. Um, but yeah, that like the way you're fixing it, like that could have fixed it easily. Yeah. It's a whole paragraph that's trying to explain these two questions that this kid had, yeah. but it's not laid out in a clear manner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one is asked at the end where it's like, uh, who was he or whatever, but um, they could both be changed to have the explanation and then the question after the explanation as well mm-hmm. for dramatic effect. So, like, could just maybe add a simple, why wasn't I allowed in after all the um, information about the bedroom and then move on to the Yeah, because those are field. kind of, I mean, they're related as we find out at the very end. But at this point, they are, they should be addressed as two separate, like, um, queries. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, I agree. Like, they should, this one, like, the, the room should be addressed separately mm-hmm. from the person who's in the figure in the field. Because we have no idea there's a connection at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, I mean, it kind of shoves it in your face that these are the two weird things in this story. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing else is going to be weird. And then my last one, because everything else has been talked about. Uh, I dreamt the entire orde- ordeal. Not moving house, obviously, but the, the clown in the room and everything to do with that horrid field. So, um, first of all, I assume that moving house is a dialect thing. Yeah. It's not talking about, like, the house... Sprouting legs and moving. It's <laughs> yes, moving no, from it's, house to house. It's, it's probably like short form slang or something that that's from the UK. Yes. So you're finding the hidden story. We've got a talking house that can move. Yep. Yep. That's true. It's actually just a giant urban mimic. Mm-hmm. Or yep. like a die and I house that cast kind of style thing where it's mm-hmm. it's not a house. It's a, a, a life form. Mm-hmm. I'm down with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Slight tangent. Um, on Twitter the other day, I saw this like really awesome concept work of somebody did of like uh, a pet somebody with a pet stool mimic, and it's the most adorable like dog thing I've ever seen. Okay, <laughs> like, it's creepy in that it's a mimic with like it's like a mimic of a of like a stool or like a like a ta- like a like a. Uh, like a coffee table kind of thing, but it's got like t- like huge horrible teeth and like it, like mm. the, th- the guy's just like the the kid the the character is just like brushing it and like sh- scratching it and like feeding it and stuff. It's really adorable. <laughs> it sounds like it. Sorry, slight tangent. That's fine. Okay, that's it for my grammar in yellow. All right. Well, on to actual thoughts then. I ran back to the house and took a quick glance back at the field. That's when I noticed it. The figure's head had moved. I thought nothing of it at the time, but as I ran inside, I began to come to terms with what I had just noticed. This is an instance where I feel some clarification of distance might have been handy, because previously, this figure is, like, super far out there. Mm-hmm. I Between the kid and the figure, because, like, the distance, likewise, like, between the kid and the figure, like, that, like the distance is pretty far. As far as I know... From like the previous statements, yeah, um, and because of that, I just keep thinking that the figure is still really far away. How the hell did this kid notice something rather subtle, like a head moving to like slightly? It it just feels like something that should have been addressed a little bit more. Like how mm-hmm. like was he that close that he was actually able to notice that the head had moved, or like was there some feature on the character on the on the cre- on the fir- person's head that like drew that to them like i feel like a little bit of clarification in this instance would have been handy yeah well you can see the lips move could you because he's got what blue face and then white lips oh that's true yeah he does yeah i mean when you're up there talking to him not when he's miles away yeah like he was like pretty far away like he was like far enough away that he couldn't even figure it out if it was a clown or not at this point so at this point he was described as the figure. Yeah. It was just and, a silhouette. Yeah, it wasn't actually until the second trip, I think, that we find yes. out that it's actually a clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if if there's going to be any movement to be seen, it should be, like, a very, like, exaggerated head movement, like, shoulder-to-shoulder yeah, like movement. Slenderman mm-hmm. style from, like, uh, from Everman Hybrid, where it's just, like... like yeah, just like, define the movement more. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the figure's head moved... Like from shoulder to shoulder, like exaggerated, like moved a lot. Yeah, because moved to, enough that I can see it. Exactly, because like, mm-hmm. up to this point, I was thinking that like he was going out there thinking that it was like some kind of scarecrow or yeah. statue like thing that like, and it coincided with uh, an early theory that the kid had, where um, his mom and parents were told like like he should never go out there or like that. It, I think like right before this sent this paragraph, um, the uh, he was going out there and like thinking that it was just some it was the the figure was actually just something out there to scare him to keep him out, away from it mm-hmm. like away from the field so yeah at this point like I think it would have been like if we'd had some like had something noted in there where like he thought it was just a statue or some kind of figure and he wanted to go see what the statue looked like up close and then you discover oh it's not actually just a statue it's actually a person mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot and the fact that it moved its head is a lot creepier because it's he th- at this point he still thinks it's some kind of like still figure. Yeah. Um, on to the next one. The next day, my mom went out again, and she gave me the option to stay home or go with her. Was I going to go with her? No, I was not. I stayed at home and went back to the fields with a feeling of dread in my stomach. I don't know why. This person seemed lonely. 
I needed to ask them what they were doing. You, you, you just answered your question of why you went out there in the field. So you know why. <laughs> because you thought the person was lonely. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's not like the last story where it's like I don't know why I followed Big Top into the circus. It was just some kind of presence or aura. Like that. That's that's yeah. that's that's a thing. This one is like I don't know why I I, decided, I wanted to go out there. But here's I, why. But here's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my next one here. This seems like a stupid plot twist, doesn't it? It's not. Please keep reading. You have to find out the truth. It was a dream, and it was early morning. I had dreamt the entire ordeal. God. You know, I was I was going to bring up that this story, like the other one, like the prequel, had a lot of like dreamlike beats to it. Mm. Even with the double t- the double fake out at the end where like we find out it wasn't a dream, even though you say right now it was a dream. Like I do wonder. Oh, that's true, and this is written yeah, after the fact. Yeah. So I do wonder if this story, like the other one, like my theory with the other one, is that this was also pulled from a dream that the writer had, and they decided to incorporate it into a story. Um, because again, the right otherwise, the, this writer is actually really good at nightmarish dreamscape like um, like vibes. Um, so, like to that credit, that is. However, I'm noticing, yeah, like he says straight up, it's like it was a dream, and it was early morning. I had dreamt the entire ordeal, but then seconds later you read that it wasn't a dream. It's like, uh... It's a little bit of whip, whiplash. Yeah, right? like, I guess you're trying to, like, psych! <laughs> it's, like, it's just weird that the writer being the, the character that's the character, writing this, yeah. like, comes out of the story saying, hang on, stick with me. It's yeah. not supposed to be a stupid plot twist. Or at the very least, again, like, like thought process, like, like a thought dialogue thing, there should be a bracket or something like here to, like, show that this is a commentary, because... We do get that at the beginning, like we're like we get that little like note. So this part, this little little, little blurb, should have actually had like a, a horizontal line to break up from the rest of the story, and then another horizontal line when it started when it started the story back up again, mm-hmm. again to kind of show that there's a like suddenly a break in character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that was my two notes on that. Is like th- this is the story does have the same kind of dreamscaping that the previous the prequel had. So. I, which gives me my theory, bolsters my theory that this is actually pulled from the writer's dream, or mm-hmm. from some from one of the writer's dreams, and they incorporate it into the story. Which again, kudos because that's like it's an interesting kind of cerebral like way of reading it. Like it's like because it feels like you're reading a dream, like not reality mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and my next one, uh, I called for my parents. No answer. They must be outside. I went to the back door, opened it, and hobbled outside. I called again. Still no answer. I wandered to the edge... Or, oh, sorry. No, I wondered. I wandered to the edge of the garden to see if they were in the fields. I saw something in the distance. I think I would have added checking the parents' room to make sure everything was okay and not finding them there. However, it does kind of ruin the big surprise that we get at the very He's end. He's also of this. never allowed to go in the parents' room, so why? Like maybe so knock on wouldn't... maybe knock on the door and like to, the the hear to see if they can hear it. Just to kind of also like add a little bit like to kind of bring that 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 whole like thing back. It's like you're not supposed to be at the, like go open that door. So he's just knocking to see if they're in there and when he hears no answer, he'll go back he'll go downstairs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then when he actually opens it, oh god, that's the horror reveal. Um 
Oh no! Wait, no. The, the horror reveals that the that was in the past. Yeah, that was in the past. That was sorry. That was in the previous. So yeah, if he opens the door now, um, and he finds nothing there, it's like okay, that was a dream. But then he goes outside, and suddenly they're now all up on the on the windmill. Like that's how they died. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, um, and my last actual thought: um, the very words that had made me suffer for countless years now. Thank you for helping me paint. So is this is this Big Top in the field, or Ryan from the prequel possessed, changed like into a killer? It could be either the same character. It, mm-hmm. it kind of feels like it could be. Reading this, I feel like honestly the two stories could simply just be separate stories connected by the field itself and the clown. Like mm-hmm. not so much like a prequel sequel kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. they they're just two stories that take place in the same in the same setting. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't really see other, any other real connection other than the clown and the field of turbines. Like mm-hmm. there's no real, it's just a different murder that yeah. the clown did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's just it. Like, I don't really see this, why like that, the pre, the, the prequel story that we read, how that, that connects really to this one, other than it just being another instance in the field. It's how Ryan got created. If that's if that's actually Ryan though out in the field, if it is, I mean, we, we never get we never get a we never actually get a name like he never actually t- introduces himself as Big Top or Ryan. No. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if you're going to connect this like that's Ryan, then you should call it like I'm Ryan the the Ryan Clown kind of thing or something like that. You um, say that, but if he's possessed by Big Top, he, he might, might just say, just he's, say Big he's Big yeah. Top. So you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe or yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then. I could also, and then this also like the at the end here, like with with the um, the clown in the field. And so it could also explain why the house was so cheap, um, and why the parents uh, were so caged about telling the kid about why. Like maybe the gruesome history of the neighboring area is the, is what dropped the price for the housing. Yeah, like that. Uh, like if that if the prequel is in fact like the history of this of this one, it is. Yeah. Well, it's a it prequel. doesn't say that really. It's a prequel. It's the same field. It's a prequel. It is the same field, but I don't know. Like, I feel like we need to get a little bit more connective tissue between the two stories. Like, some like reveal that like they're like uh, maybe when they get back into the house, they find like some papers that shows that like the reason like that shows some old papers of like the like the 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 murders that happened in the field next door. I don't know. It's just you said yourself that this is the field from the the previous. Yes, but I. I wouldn't consider these two stories actually like a prequel sequel kind of thing. They're just two stories that take place in the same setting. That's like saying that the the um the second Friday the thirteenth, whatever the hell that is, what's it called? Friday the Friday thirteenth two? Probably. <laughs> Chapter two, I think it is. Probably. That's like saying that isn't a sequel to the first one. Just because they're it's they're killing <sighs> different people. Fucking right. Yeah. Yeah, it, I guess. It is a sequel. Yeah. I guess in that case, yeah. I just, I just don't really see like again, like yeah. Okay, I guess yeah. by by that by your by your logic there, yeah, I do see the uh, the prequel sequel like terminology. However, I don't know if the clown is Ryan. Yeah, then that clown as a kid got captured by Big Top and went through all that stuff and, and was then went crazy. Yeah, and then he's that's why he's just hanging out in this field wanting to paint more. I suppose, yeah. And it's the same field that happened before. Yeah, and like that. Yeah, those. That and he's been waiting for someone to buy this house that no one wanted because a murderer. Yeah, happened there. Okay, mass murder. Yeah, no the 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 Friday Thirteenth sequels, like that you point out, does 
technically make you right. <laughs> make, make, oh, make, I know. <laughs> oh, you're so humble. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Still don't like it. <laughs> but what would you want it to be? I don't. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That, like, I just think like I don't feel like it should be called a prequel or a sequel because. Well, yes, they are technically a sequel by the general terms of, like, using Friday the 13th as an example, because that is, it's Camp Crystal Lake, and it's Jason. Mm. We have Big Top here, and we have the Field of Turbines. So, yes, they are a sequel, but, like, the way that the other one was proposed as a prequel, it was like like a prequel... I, I guess I had I might it might be on me to have that I had a preconceived notion that this was going to be a prequel to the killer, uh, or that the previous one was going to be a prequel to the killer. On then this one, who was going to be Ryan? So like, but and he still really, could be. He could be, but we don't really get anything from in this story about like that hints that he is actually not just a clown. He's also some kid or something like that. Regardless, though, we know that the clown is either Big Top or Ryan, which are both characters from the prequel. I guess, yeah. I think part of your issue, yeah, and this is from the original prequel, because uh, I read some of the comments there, yeah, was that the author wrote the prequel as a setup for the sequel. Okay, really? Yeah, I thought this one was the one that we just read. This, this one, was- no, this is the original. Yeah, this is the first yeah, this- one he wrote. Oh, it's a pre-sequel then. <laughs> so yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. So then he did. A prequel, which is the prequel before this one, yeah. but he introduced more characters and whatnot to set up another to set one. up the sequel for this one. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we're we're still waiting on us on a sequel to this story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't know if is when, when did I say that, like last <laughs> week this came out? Uh, Future me. The clown, the paint, and the circus came out June seventh, twenty fourteen. This one, however, The Clown, the Paint, and the Turbine, came out August 20th, 2013. Um, so, like, it's probably been a few years since yeah. that since those got posted. So, like, yeah. When are we, it's, like, it's like waiting for uh, the next, like, sequel to, like, Halo or something like that. Um, excuse me. Or Half-Life. Half-Life, yeah. Half-Life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Duke Nukem. And that came out. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. 10, 15 years later. But it did. So, anyway... Um, so yeah, we're getting we're getting a, 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 a sequel finally to Half Life Three. Well, it's not going to be called Half Life Three. It's going to be called Half Life Alex, and it's going to be VR only. Thank you, Valve. <laughs> it's not a sequel. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, going back onto my my last of my actual thoughts. Um, yeah, so I guess I would call this a sequel in the terms of like slasher movie sequels, in that they take place. The slasher movies take place. In the same location, and it's the same killer, but it's a different victims. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Mikey, just go. Right. Like, just leave. Just so defeated. <laughs> just go. All right. <laughs> Continue. All right. So I have a quote here. Uh, Your mother will refuse to believe you. Boy... <laughs> Yeah. So as soon as you started that, I thought you were going to go, your mother is a hamster and your father smelled up elderberries. Okay. Goddamn footstool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so just 
comedy that I yeah. went to the Phantasm mm-hmm. ball. Which is actually kind of adequate because, again, Phantasm, as it's written, is supposed to be very dream logic adventure kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're, it's it's done up in a way, not totally not because the uh, the director and filmmaker uh, had, like, constraints in terms of, like, the uh, the filming and stuff of that. And so that's why it's kind of disjointed and dreamlike. No. It's because his vision was to make it kind of dreamlike, like a nightmarish, and that's why it's called a fanta- why it's called phantasm because it's like the phantasm of dream. Anyway, continue. All right, yeah. so that and then uh, my next one here, I have a quote. I slowly walked across my garden, kicking any toys out of the way. Before this, he'd been in the house the majority of the day. Yeah. And then he just suddenly walks outside and there's toys strewn about the garden. Yeah. That he hasn't cleaned up. The garden isn't like a garden. Yeah, yeah. Garden. But, it is the, yeah. but yeah, I mean like it's just kids have bad, like my I know I know for a fact if, if uh my niece was allowed outside like with her toys and so that the toys would be all over the backyard. Like look, look at the state of this room. <laughs> for the guys at home, the cult the niece cultist has left all of her toys scattered about. But is your niece nine years old? No, but she's getting there. Yeah. Well, but I think by nine years old, they should know to put your toys away. Depends on how Depends well they're, on how they're brought up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Only child, and their parents are, aren't always there. So I think he does what he wants. I think he does what he wants, honestly. <laughs> That's like, the whole reason yeah. this story happens, because he does what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then uh, my other thought is in regards to the ending. So, uh, one of the turbines was red, and the message, thank you for helping me paint. Uh, It sort of insinuated that the turbine was painted in blood. Yeah, of course it is. That's a lot of blood <laughs> for even two people with the blood. Those yeah. things are pretty big. Uh, well, in rough terms, because I Googled it, uh, the amount of blood per person is roughly a gallon. Yep. And if that was paint, you would be able to paint roughly 350 square feet. How big is the uh, average windmill? A lot bigger. Yep. <laughs> Are there smaller ones? <laughs> like even like the small, even like if it's like a, a wind farm, like which is I, I'm guessing that's what the the field is. It's yeah, a, it's a big wind farm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, yeah. Driving, I've driven past a bunch of those like on my like on my yearly trips, like and some of that. Those things are huge. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. don't think unless they were like like each person might do yeah. one of the blades. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe most of it, not yeah. even all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's actually even that's a little like stretching a little. Yeah. Bit. So, yeah, that uh, that's where it sort of falls apart for it being paint or being blood. So it might have actually been paint. It might have been, or unless it was like maybe like you told us like that it was. Like not near. It wasn't completely covered in paint, like red. Like it was like splash splashes of it. Like they were some, someone was getting started with painting it with the blood, but they ran out. Right? Did it mm-hmm. say it was completely covered? One of the turbines was red, completely red. That's all it says. It doesn't. Does it say completely or it doesn't say completely? It just, it completely, it just says it was red. But I mean, again, 
This is going by the picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the picture, that spoiled it for me. Yeah. Because obviously someone's going to die and their blood's going to be on that because I know the information from the prequel. You know what? I had actually forgotten to actually, I didn't even look at the at the picture when I read this, but yeah, that is probably a big uh, no-no for this story because it, it's right there. Like, we know someone's going to die from, by windmill. <laughs> but that's our fault for reading the prequel first. Yeah, I mean, fair. It's true, man. But I mean, it's, that's how you fucking do prequel. The, the, uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, there's more issues like the fact that blood is a really bad paint. Yeah. Because it's more of a stain. Yeah. Because but again, like, it's supernatural monster. Yeah. yeah. He wants to paint with blood because it's gruesome and scary. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't add a little bit of that. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. And, I do. Yeah. That's pretty much. I do. I do. I was trying not to interrupt you. Uh, I do think I do think uh, Big Top would make a really good slasher mo- villain, mm-hmm. or would make a would make a decent slasher monster. Yeah, and uh, I also did, don't think blood would stick very well to a metal turbine. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> maybe he's sanding paper. He's like sanding it real <laughs> down with like really rough. Stuff. So maybe he just uses the blood as the coloring for the paint. Ah. Oh. And he still has like a, some kind of a paint mixture in there. So he just buys white paint and, and then, then just mixes blood. blood in. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's how they get colors in like in, like at the hardware yeah, all store. All red paint is blood. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> I feel like everyone knows this. <laughs> Anyone at home that has a red room, <laughs> you're gonna be freaked out. <laughs> just go on. <laughs> all right, and that was my main thought there was the end and not making much sense in regards to actual paint yeah. cool. and how much blood and whatnot. How would you make paint, bloody paint, stick to... You'd use a metal. primer paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the texture of the of the windmills. It would probably be uh, pretty uh, matte. Yeah, because yeah. it wouldn't be glossy because that would get chipped away and eventually yeah. become just matte again. <laughs> so yeah. they'd probably just stick it with like plain matte. They probably might even have, might even have um, be galvanized a little bit to mm-hmm. uh, like deal with like static or like the like since it is an electro technically a generator. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're all looking at a gamer yeah, right now. So, um, the kids' two questions about his old place. These are my thoughts on them when they were asked. One, why wasn't I ever allowed in my parents' room? Adult reasons. Yep. <laughs> yep. Who was the... Who was in the turbine field out back? The answer, a scarecrow. The owner of the field is often set up with a rifle to shoot crows and varmints, so his mom just didn't want him to go out there it's and actually, get shot. It's actually not a too far off from, like, the mundane... And, I'll, again, I wonder... I, I, again, I, I, I speculate... I don't know this for sure. I wonder if our writer here, um, was Elliot something? Um, Elliot Cowling. Um, if they are pulling from real life, for like they were, they are either past a uh, a really creep, a really cool, creepy looking 
field with a bunch of turbines on it, or they lived next to near one, and so they decided to make the story out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, again, pull from real life, like pull from what you know. Um, because yeah, like mundanely wise, like yeah, you would have like scarecrows and some of that because birds are a constant issue with windmills because they can gun like no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, first off, you're, you're gonna kill a bunch of birds as they fly into their windmills, but also mm-hmm. they gunk up the uh, the blades and they slow them down. Also, because like I'm assuming the field is also like it, are th- are they just like grass yeah, or are they yeah, usually. Yeah. Aren't yeah, they, like, are, in farm fields as well? Sometimes. Um, yeah, sometimes they uh, the government will pull in uh, property. But, however, there are wind farms, which are just giant fields that the government has bought. Yeah. And just stuck a ton of windmills on. Like, But, like, the ones that we see, like, uh, on our drives out down yeah. south, um, they are in the corners of farm fields because that's, like, uh, the, what they, the government's basically renting space yeah. uh, on that farmer's field. And the farmer is getting a stipends. Yeah, I'm used to seeing that, so I kind of assumed that it was but, a farm field as well. But if you notice, if when we get even farther, like basically closer to the border um, near Detroit area and Windsor area, they actually are like there's actually whole fields areas where they are just there, and that's those ones are actually like the like big farm field, like not not farm fields, they're fields that have been bought, purchased by the government. Yeah, for that one purpose yeah. and that one pur- purpose alone. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on to when he meets uh, Big Top slash Ryan slash whoever. Yeah, slash the clown. Yeah. Uh, does it matter what my name is? I am here because I want to be here. I live here, child. The clown responded. Then the, the narrativeman says, uh, I live here, actually. I said, reassuring him. He lived in his parents' house, not in the field. <laughs> yeah. It, it was established that the turbines were owned by his parents, so I imagine they belonged to a different hell- house no. elsewhere. Yeah, and I mean, again, I can see like maybe a five or six-year-old saying that, like, like childishly. Kind of to Ma- Mikey's point, Nine years old, maybe nine years old. Also, like you'd be that kind of like that. That would be like a dumb, a dumbly innocent and like quite like a retort. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I live here. I live right there. Like, because mm-hmm. kind of that's how how I read it was like mm-hmm. they were basically like they're they're not meaning that they live in the field, but they live here. Like, like they live here too, basically, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, at the plot twist um, area, he lunged towards me. The paint pot came towards my head. I screamed and covered my eyes, and then I woke up. This seems like a stupid plot twist, doesn't it? It's not. Please keep reading. So, and then uh, gamer says, "Like no, click, <laughs> no." Yeah. Um, as soon as I read that, I'm like, "Plot twist? Why?" It he was knocked out by the paint can. So the next thing he saw when he when he woke up was that. So you that's, caught yeah. you caught, the, zinger, you caught the, the the hint in the story. It's like no, he wasn't. It wasn't just a dream. He was just knocked out. That's the way I read it. That I he know. was hit in the head and woke up. Mm-hmm. And then it's saying surprise. He was hit in the head and woke up. I'm like oh, there we go. I was ahead of the story a little bit on that. Unfortunately, bit, yeah. mm-hmm. you actually were smart in this in this case. It's one case. <laughs> oh, come back! It was just a joke. Come on, come back. <sighs> I'll give you a cookie. Cookie? Yes. All right. God, you're so sensitive. <laughs> you made fun of me. Do I get a cookie too? No. no. <laughs> you have to threaten to leave to get a cookie. <laughs> he just vanishes. Oh, sure, where'd he go? Yeah. 
All right, so uh, the whole ending and everything. Um, my last note is just it's kind of unfortunate that I caught caught it before it happened. Really, um, I thought the paint can knocked it out. I knocked him out of red that right away. So the twist ending wasn't really a twist. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, again, because like I totally like didn't I? I was like, oh, it's just a dream. Oh, okay. And I actually took it face value for once. Mm-hmm. Of course, when you do that, I don't. It's like we're different fucking opinions, man. Like it's like we talk about like okay, this time I'm gonna take it at face but value. But we don't <laughs> at all. No, we just it's just how it works. Like yeah. we're just two sides of we're two different sides of the same coin or something like that. It seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 That's it. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why I was looking at Mikey for some. I was like, I'm just gonna go backwards now. <laughs> all right, on to final thoughts. I like the narrative and the plot despite issues rendered and brought up. Um, I feel as a story, again, I, I, before, this is, this is prior to my, uh, the whole like revelation that it is technically a sequel because it is set up as a pre, as a sequel to like, if, okay. Reading the prequel first might've been a bad idea. Yep. So, cause it you is, said that too. It is, it is not a prequel. It is a pre-sequel <laughs> because it is setting up characters and stuff for the next story in the chronology. So technically, we should have read this first, then read the the, the prequel. Okay, but it was said prequel, all right. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I I feel like uh, calling this maybe maybe you should have called it a pre sequel <laughs> to properly uh, add on to it. Um, but despite that, um, like the previous one, I if you like dreamlike, mundane yet surreal horror. Um, you may enjoy this, so I'm getting a, giving it a partial recommendation, uh, mostly positive. As I did enjoy the read, I was just a little confused by the chronology because we read it wrong, and we're sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Mikey, uh, I'm also going to give it a partial recommendation. Mostly negative, though. <laughs> sorry. Well, no, that should be me. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's to be the complete opposite of yours. Yeah. Uh, with reading, if I'd read this first, I wouldn't have known that the paint was blood. And thus, when it came to the end, it's true. I wouldn't have this whole, oh, it's painted in blood. It's just, oh, it's just painted red. Yeah. And, but also, the backwards and, of that, if you read this first... And then read the prequel, you would have known ahead of time that all the red things were blood before it was said. Yeah, because that was a uh, a talking point when we were we discussed in that episode. I remember mm-hmm. was that like everything's red, like oh everything's blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, my this one doesn't have that whole red is blood thing that the prequel does so yeah. that's where it on its own in my mind is better but then the prequel sort of ruins it a bit and honestly yeah again if we read i, feel, oh, I hate i hate that i that i i botched this up so bad um because reading this first and then reading that one we would have actually gotten more insight onto why the clown was obsessed with painting things red mm-hmm. like Cause he, and then we, we get into his like mania, his obsession in that story mm-hmm. about like red and the blood. And then it may, it might make that pale. Blood in the river, the blood. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 
The riverbed will run red with the blood of the saints and the blood of the holy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I couldn't think of the words, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, uh, if we had read this one first and then read the second one, it would. I feel like it might have even made the um, the 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 end like the end of the clown even that more, much more satisfying because mm-hmm. we we get the start of the red his obsession with red in this one with like oh thanks for helping me paint and then in that one it 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 climbs up we we develop even more and then it comes to a crescendo with um, the the fact that she's able to like basically stop him by just painting all the kids red. Also, um, if we did read them opposite, you would know. From the get-go, that the clown's not going to die, no matter what, because that's he's true. Yeah, it'd be a nice little zinger, yeah. But I mean, that's I mean, how else? Like, what else are we going to do? There's no good yeah. way to read these yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like together, like I, I, that's why. Like part of my my uh, recommendation is like almost like I feel like these should be read, read as separate stories, but at the same time they are connected. So that's kind of like one of my issue was earlier with like the prequel sequel thing was like they both work separately. But there are things in them that kind of make them kind of like it, it's hard to like to uh, to like be satisfied if you read both of them together and like with like in, in under the pre-candidates that they are sequels to mm-hmm. each other or pre-sequels or prequels. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, again, there's no real like easy way to read both of them together. Like there's because of some of the issues that are in the stories. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. What? Uh, for me, I I enjoyed the the pre sequel more personally, just because um everything was uh it was written better. There were I don't think I had a single grammar in yellow. No, I don't. Yeah, uh, right. so. If I did, I didn't have many. Um, <laughs> the attorney's like he did. Oh, probably. <laughs> I don't. I just don't remember because I just as of late I haven't been having too many. Yeah, but uh, this one I had a number of them so. As I was writing them down, I'm like, you know, I don't like that I'm writing so many grammar and yellow. Well, down. It does make sense because this story was written first. So mm-hmm. the person got better yes. at writing. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I do like seeing that, which makes me wonder how the actual sequel is going to turn out. Hopefully there's going to be a sequel. Mm-hmm. If it does turn out, it will be even better. If if this, if this the um, the skill curve of a, of a writer works that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if it plateaus, I don't, I don't know. But regardless, even if it's as good as the the prequel, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, so I'll be happy with that. That being said, this one here, uh, there was a lot of confusing things. Uh, stuff wasn't really explained well enough. Like you called us, you missed the whole paragraph. Like I mean, you read the paragraph, but you missed the whole point of that question paragraph. Yeah. And why it came up later. And then you caught the uh, like. Uh, did you notice the uh, the. Uh, I'm talking to Mikey, by the way, audience. Um, did you notice the, uh, um, uh, like the the thing that it, like he was bonked on the head and then he woke up? Like, did you think it was just oh, it was a dream? Like, did you just follow that? Like, kind of just follow along with that plot line? Or um, well, <laughs> I took it with a grain of salt that it was a dream. That or? it was a dream. Okay, because I was like, mm, well, all up to this point, it was a dream. Because it's sort of like it's, it's sort of the same kind of conundrum of like uh, how that one joke works, where it's like if you bear uh, if a plane crashes on the border of Canada and the U.S., where do they bury the survivors? If you're if you if you're keen eared enough, you notice that, oh they said survivors, they don't bury survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I first time I listened, heard that I I didn't even like I didn't catch on to it right away. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, so yeah. 
yeah, it's, it, it's basically that the kind of thing. Like half the audience is going to think or is going to hear is going to read uh, read it uh, at face value, and, and half the audience is going to clue in that it, they were in fact bonked on the head, and they aren't. This is that wasn't a dream. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a double double fake out, <laughs> a quadruple fake out, fake of Manjaro. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so your your actual recommendation? Though? I was waiting for you to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so again, like I don't know if we were in the correct or incorrect order uh, as we talked about. We can't really like from both ways reading it this way and the other way. There's still problems that come up just because of the way everything's written. Uh, but I didn't like this one as much. So if you like, if you if you like us, read the prequel first, then obviously read this yeah. because it's part of it. But um, and to get to the prequel, it's reading them in released order yeah it, i would recommend reading this to get to the prequel mm-hmm. but this on its own it's it's okay yeah but it's also he's just a clown you know you know and here's actually i'm gonna bring this up because i was gonna bring it up after you were done um this is my issue with terrifier which is a series of horror movies that involve a clown killer this movie the, the preview the prequel that we read the circuit um the clown, the blood, or the cloud, the paint, and the circus was thematic, complete through and through thematic to the killer's like styling. He was mm-hmm. a clown. He was at a, he had a circus that was all creepy and fucked up, mm-hmm. and bam, this one, it's a clown in a field full of wind turbines. Why? Like prequel? That's very why. <laughs> like. I, the, the, there's a, a lack of theme, uh, like yeah. a last of theming, and that's the same issue I have with the Terrifier movies. Uh, is that um, the killer is cool, but he's just a killer clown. So in that regard, actually, wait, this was written about the time that I think those killer clowns were popping up all over the place. I think 2015 was I think around the time that killer clowns were showing up. Well, then that's on, probably on why it was written. So maybe that was the reason why the original one was written. But again, like, and again in real life, that's creepy. But I feel like. If you're gonna make that into a, like an actual like story, you should add a little bit more theming to it than just they're just creepy clowns, uh, like dudes in clown outfits killing people in, on the roads. That's creepy in real life. That happens in real life. Mm. That is scary in real life. In a story, you take that idea, you take that the inspiration from that, and then you go hog wild with it with like adding creepy clown like motifs and stuff like that. Because otherwise, like. You don't. Your clown doesn't have a whole lot, a uh, lot of ground to, to to walk around with because mm. it's just it's just another dude in a costume. It could be any other costume. It could be um, Pedal Bear, or it could be like like nineteen ninety nine. It could just be like Mister Bear, a giant bear costume with yeah. a killer. You could um, replace the entire clown getup with any, anything else yeah, and get the exact cos- same result. Yeah, it could be any cosplay. It could be any costume. It, it, yeah, it could be a to- costume of Bob Ross. Exactly. Yeah, thank you for helping me paint. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there, if, if you go on Amazon or something like that, I'm pretty sure there's a Bob Ross rubber mask. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that's a thing. That would so be yeah, more thematic. That would, that would be terrifying. <laughs> yes, it would. Way more terrifying than a fucking clown. Yeah, is <laughs> a Bob Ross costume. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's basically just a costumed killer. Like, mm-hmm. there's no real um, theming. Like, yeah, that's yeah. again, that's my issue yeah. with like when you use a clown, but you don't. Add any of the circusy clown things, other, mm-hmm. like otherwise, like it, it ruins. Like you're, you're. It feels like kind of lazy, or it feels kind of like 
you're you're not reaching the full spooky clown potential. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like if it's the, the Joker cool. just used like guns, but guns, but wasn't like the normal guns. guns. Yeah. Wasn't always just gag guns, which I'm pretty sure actually the new one, like the, the new Joker movie, also just didn't use any of that stuff. Well, that's why it sucked. Probably yeah. I've never seen it, so I can't <laughs> yeah. say. But regardless, yeah. if the Joker just had the Joker get up. But didn't do anything jokery. Yeah. Then like didn't tell jokes when he killed somebody or didn't make like murders out of a joke. Or have like bang guns and yeah. like stupidly long barrels and stuff like or that. Or like the taser like the the um the, the buzzer, your hand buzzer that yeah. like actually like electrocutes you. Yeah. Like, if he didn't yeah, have like, any of that, then he's just a costume killer. Say what you born. will, but the cloaker or the cloaker. <laughs> Who's the cloaker? <laughs> the clown and the joker. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Say what you will about the Joker, like love him or hate him in the comic or like in media and some of that the comic book version like he is a serial killer who has a theme that is Mm -hmm. the Joker like a clown he is the clown prince of crime Mm -hmm. like again like that's why I feel like if you're going to use a clown if you're going to use anything like any kind of costumed character you have to stick with the theme like it's like superheroes Mm -hmm. like they have to have a theme and they have to keep to that theme otherwise they're they're just a vigilante a weird vigilante Mm -hmm. but to to wrap up my, yes, my thing here, it feels like the this story that we read is the second story, and there's a prequel to this that explains why he's a clown, like why he t- adopted the clown persona, then he did this murder, and then he moved on and got into the circus business. Like there would be a an escalating scale of things, but now the the scale is kind of like roller coastering. Yeah. I don't. I still think that this one should be the sequel to the previous one, or to the. I mean, it works like that, but I'm saying, like, just the the level of clownness is going up and down a lot. Yeah. Again, unless that's hinting that this is Ryan, in fact, and he's he doesn't have like the full like setup of gear of like of of um like killing implement or like supernatural like uh getting a circus together kind of know how the the big top had. If he's possessed of me, he has. Or Or if it's just his own insanity. Well, that's the other thing. Like, we're assuming that, like, Big Top possessed uh, Ryan when really it could have just been that, like, the evil of Big Top went into Ryan and so now he's just evil. Yeah. Now he's evil Cloud Man. Mm -hmm. But, like, Big Top had, like, all the know-how of, like, how to get a circus set together, how to bribe people into, like, working for him and some of that. Yeah, and Ryan has to learn all that again. Yeah. So that could be, like, what where, like, that insanity is. But again, we're we're still kind of left in the dark as to whether this is Ryan or Big Top or both. Mm Mm-hmm. And this left a good section to tell us which it is yeah but as we talked about before even if you said big topic still could be ryan yeah because of insanity and such yeah mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah, yeah that, that's, that's enough uh, yanking about it yeah so you've what was your recommendation i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's okay it was basically a part i think it was a partial recommendation it, across it's, the board it's mm-hmm. just mid-range yeah Mainly to get you to the the pre sequel because the pre sequel is better. Yeah, like I th- yeah, and, and it it work it makes sense because this story was written first yeah, yeah. and the writer got better mm-hmm. um, because we I think we all enjoyed the first like the 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 pre sequel. Yeah. Whereas this one, like I enjoyed it, but there are issues with it, and I don't necessarily agree that it was the same. We consistently but, like this author's writing, whether yes. we all kind of like it or all like it. Yeah. Well, basically. they have other stories in other. Even series? though I believe Mikey said that he wouldn't recommend it. Hmm? I think he, he said he would recommend it. He said partial recommendation. Did you? Partial. Okay, yeah. never mind. Um, 
But yeah, so the other, the, this writer does have a, a few other story series, like not just like like the clown stuff, but like in other series, like separate series. Mm. So we'll may have to touch on those later. Yeah, I wonder if the the sequel didn't happen just because like the clown craze died out. Maybe, um, like worth investigating a little bit, mm-hmm. dive a little bit deeper into. Uh, but that is this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, uh, we're on Twitter. Um, Mikey's at the e-, e stands for Evil. Gamer Yellow is at the Gamer Yellow without that W because his name's long. Um, and I'm at Review Cultist, so you can send us messages there. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Yes, I know there's a typo in our logo, in our, in our, in our brand, but sue me. Don't sue me. <laughs> um, it was on purpose yes, because it's clearly. in regards to creepypasta, which yeah, are, that's, that's cr- it. Which, which are often you nailed it. Yeah. Which anyway, are often um, spelt wrong. Yeah. So you can send us emails there um, and send us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. SCPs, Reddit No Sleep Stuff, uh, Fear Fix, all those good, juicy horror stories that pop up on the internet. Let us know what's your favorite and if we haven't done it yet and want us to do it. That would be awesome. Um, it will go on the queue. Uh, also, if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon, look at Baldente Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, um, extra content, all those good things. Uh, to our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. All as always, we very much appreciate that. To our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you guys immensely, because without you, we wouldn't have much of a show, whether in your listenership or with your stories. Like, We'd be just a bunch of chuckle fucks talking nothing. <laughs> I mean, we basically are anyways. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, now we have a focus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you'd like to, if you'd like to buy some of our merch, <laughs> you can go to Redbubble uh, and check out our logo on, you know, a clock, shower curtain, <laughs> a t-shirt, pins, stickers, stuff like that. Um, it would all all funds go toward helping the show, so uh, thank you in advance if you decide to do such a thing. Uh, that has been this week's episode. I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil, and I'm the gamer Neela. This has been Al Dente Mortis. Sleep well. Thank you, Sensor Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um.